Have you heard of Anchor? It's free and it's so easy. If I can figure it out, pretty much anyone can. Create your own podcast from your phone or any device and they will distribute it across Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms on your behalf without you having to do a thing. You can also make money without any minimum listenership or any required audience. Anchor is super easy to use, and all you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Start your own podcast today. You're listening to Your Highness Podcast with Diana Crash, founder of Good Vibes Marketing. Good Vibes Marketing provides organic content and marketing solutions to the cannabis space. And this is Leah, co-founder of BakeSmart. Our can of cows are the first edible safety designs for cannabis-infused foods. Anyone from your child to your grandmother will understand when a food is medicated as long as it's marked with our edible green crosses. So, Leah, how are you doing? Hey, Diana, I'm doing good. It is a beautiful morning here in Portland. Thank yeah. God we're not cold. There's no snow. It's lovely. That's amazing. Love it. What about you? How are you doing? Um, a little congested, so sorry if I sound like a drunken kindergartner. <laughs> <If you're> listening. <laughs> and a little tired, but other than that, we're good. Um, so I'll, I'm going to start with something that I discovered recently that I really, really think is awesome. Um, so everybody knows about 420, you know, it's like, who does yep. it, right? It's coming up, <laughs> too. It's coming do up I pretty soon. Go into an explanation, right? I don't think I do. <laughs> I will say, though, uh, aside from this, uh, 420, the documentary, is a really good movie. If anyone ever wants to find out a little bit about <laughs> the story behind 420. Anyway. Um, so my favorite discovery is it's like, I guess you would call it a movement. Um, it's 421, a day of cannabis justice observance. And from their website, it says 421 for all incorporated is an entity dedicated to promoting awareness of cannabis legalization issues related to criminal justice reform, social and economic empowerment, patient rights, environmental protectionism, and inclusion, diversity, access matters, which is also important. And if you're not paying attention to those issues, then get out of the industry. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mincing words today. I'm just going right there. Um, so anyway, you can check out 421forall.com. And it's the numeric 421 and then spelled out forall.com. And they're on social media as well. That's how I found out about them at 421 for all it just says that that's what their handle is it doesn't really say where so i'm assuming that's so you can awesome find that they're doing yeah, this um, i like this a lot yeah definitely i want to reach out to them about that poor little 12 year old that got arrested in florida oh my god it's like yeah. uh, we, do, we can't be doing arrests anymore when it comes to marijuana non-violent it's, crimes non-violent yeah. crimes let's stop it yeah so all right. Well, mine, you know me, I'm always like the wet blanket in the room. Wah, wah. I got to get all serious. So I had an 
issue with banking recently. And I'm an ancillary what? company. I know. I'm an <laughs> ancillary company. I don't even touch the plant, but my customers do. So um, I was under the radar at QuickBooks. They were my payment processor and I was going along just fine for three years. And then boom, they said, hey, uh, you can't do this anymore. you got to find a different payment processor. And they gave me a month. They were really nice about it. But I erroneously thought it would be easy for me to find a payment processor. It wasn't. In fact, it was very hard. They, um, if you're an ancillary company, they're actually looking at you is just as, uh, what am I trying to say? I can't speak. Um, you're under the microscope as much as you would be if you were touching the plant. Right. And I was actually even viewed a little bit harsher than CBD um, companies. So I wanted to share with you the guy that I connected with. And as always, we don't get any kickbacks or paybacks for our reviews or what we're going to um, suggest. Mm -hmm. And I really want to suggest Stuart because he not only got me banking, um, I was working with two brokers. I started with one and they were taking so long that um, my connection at Leaf Buyer said, hey, try this guy, Stuart. And Stuart's been amazing. And he got it done as soon as like, I had banking for a week before that other broker came back and said, hey, we've got you banking. Wow. So anyway, his name is Stuart, Stuart Letterman, L-U-T-T-E-R-M-A-N. His business is BPS. It's brotherprocessing.com is the website. So again, mm -hmm. it's um, www.brotherprocessing.com processing.com com and Stuart Letterman. And he was amazing. Um, he really held my hand through the whole thing, made it completely easy. I loved working with him so much. And I also had questions because I got panicked thinking that the bank that he had found for me wasn't, um, a high, a triple A rated bank because there had been some bad press about this, but they had been taken over. So he walked me through that. And then he also helped me disengage from my other broker, which is really, un, you know, uncomfortable when you have to say, Hey, I'm not going to go with you after all, because that's money out of their pocket. Mm -hmm. So he actually called them and did it all for me. Wow. So it was really, really nice. And so if you need banking, which a lot of us do, or you're looking for a new payment processor, because I heard that us bank is now not taking uh, CBD companies anymore and they were reach out to Stuart his um again the website is brotherprocessing.com look it up or you can call him direct in the US 305-904-1452 and you don't even have to say that we referred you but you can if you want just so he knows that we're talking about him um but yeah I wanted to share that with everybody because that was a big deal for me and it was really a painful process mm -hmm. And we had to take checks for like three weeks mm. and that's a pain in the ass. It really is. Because the product goes out and I'm sitting there waiting for payment. But thankfully I have really cool customers and they all paid on time and I was really grateful. That's awesome. I mean, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, it's not boring because that's a huge issue for a lot of people right now. Well, but. it is. But you know, you know me, I'm always like, what can be practical? <laughs> What's the practical thing I could talk about? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We love you. You're in your nerdy ways. <laughs> It's all good. Thank but, you. Or my mother ways. It's more like, okay, everybody, the mom's in the room. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't give birth to a human. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know, I will wait till your son gets a little bit older. Because when they're younger, it's a different kind of mothering. When they get older, it's like, you know, don't run with scissors. Watch where you're going. Watch I what mean, you're doing. Here, be you better try this. Here, I think this. like, don't run with scissors, you know. <laughs> yeah that's true well i mean but you have little g he's not running around anywhere oh, yet he's trying anyway <laughs> oh i bet anyway anyway, so anyway we digress 
ah, I know. Oh God, I know. I remember those days. Those are not no. fun. Those I mean, they're fun. so much fun. What are you talking about? All right. <laughs> you need those drains that are going to like give you lots of energy and kick your butt. I am really loving Girl Scout cookie right now. It's like a 50-50. It's uh, really nice. But that was not what I yeah. was trying to talk about. Our, our, <laughs> our episode today is going to be a little bit more of a like quicker discussion than we normally do. Um, just laid back, right? Laid back, discussing yep. the... <laughs> as much as we can yeah. be, right? <laughs> laid back doesn't really describe either one of us, but we're going to try to pretend like we, we fit that <laughs> label. Um, and, and you know what helps us feel that way? CBD, right, Leah? <laughs> oh, my. You know me. I That is my jam. I am, I'm good. I say it every single episode. I just envision you doing like not, a little dance, saying like CBD is my jam. I, I do. <laughs> and I, in fact, I have my bottles lined up right here. They're just like my tinctures. I've just got, you know, my white fox uh tranquility for when I get you need a little bit less and then my vitality when I need a little bit more but CBD is just like this I don't even know what I would do without CBD uh-huh. because it cures everything when you feel like you know you feel yeah. anxious oh my god it just takes we're not CBD. saying it's a or miracle cure though for anybody out there <laughs> well it is for me okay I don't know about anybody else but for me personally it is my mm. miracle cure because it's like instead of drinking because drinking you feel hungover it's so nice to have like a three to one at night and just relax mm-hmm. and get mellow and then I'm nicer I'm just a nicer person yeah. on CBD I think is why I'm just subscribing to it so I, hardcore I agree because yeah. I don't want to take Xanax no. I don't I really can't smoke THC that much because I have such a low mm-hmm. tolerance. So it's really nice to get the blends, you know, to get the three to one, even even like a, a 15 to one, 15 wow. parts CBD to one part That's, THC. Yeah. All right. I mean, hey, I uh, am. Yeah, That's your I jams, know. like you said. But, <laughs> but the good thing is, it's it's coming into mainstream. It is. Which the is really exciting. Is changing, and that's what we're going to. I mean, there's talk good and about. bad, right? <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Okay, well, you lead this conversation because you know me, I will take it off the rails. <laughs> um, well, we were talking, you're just mentioning tinctures, and that's a really good place to start because one of the ways that the landscape for CBD is changing is that a lot of people are demanding more transparency because it's already becoming kind of saturated, right? I mean, right. everyone and their uncle is jumping on the CBD train now. Literally everyone and their uncle. (laughs) That, you know, in my family who are very anti-cannabis are like, you know, the CBD, um, you know, it's the the bridge to cross over into cannabis-friendly territory, I believe. But Oh, most definitely. Yeah. But one of the things that is is really crucial right now is that uh, brands – they provide as much transparency as possible, right? And right, you got to know where your CBD is coming exactly. from. You got to know how much CBD is in the product. Mm-hmm. That's really deceptive sometimes. And one of the ways to do that and find that out is to uh, look at test results. Which, if the company is really reputable, they'll include for you without you requesting it. Uh, we mm-hmm. just a really perfect example of that. We just received lovely packages from uh, Moon Mother Hemp. Yay, Moon Mother. Beautiful, beautiful packaging. Um, yeah, I like her branding a lot. Yeah. Her branding is really nice. I, I'm loving everything so far. Um, trying the CBD tincture, which is just so clean 
and effective. Oh, the serum, the face serum is amazing. Oh my God. A little teeny bit goes so far. Right. So the bottle's going to last you forever. Yes. And we'll have more detailed reviews coming up in uh, a, a near, a nearby. Uh, that's not what I meant to say. A future <laughs> beauty segment, beauty with barb segment. Um, so look out for that. And, but to go back to the point, there was a test that was included with the products. We had um, test results for the tincture, which is really great because what you're looking for is you want to find out, are there any contaminants like metal, um, pesticides, how much mildew, right. And how much CBD is actually in the tincture. Um, you'd be surprised how many products are being labeled as CBD that don't have any CBD in them. No, because they're actually adding up all of the cannabinoids. So it's not just like there's CBD, A, CBD, N, CBD, G, you know, there's all kinds. I think there's like 118 Mm -hmm. and even more. There's only, there's only a couple that are actually have the effects that you're looking for. So if those are really low, but the total cannabinoids are like, let's say 250 milligrams, but really, what is going to make you feel something is very small. I mean, that's not going to do anything for you. And I think you were saying that some of the products on Amazon have zero Mm -hmm. CBD, even though they're being, they're advertising that they have Mm -hmm. CBD in them. Mm -hmm. So, and that's really scary. And that's, that's kind of, it's the wild West still. Right. I mean, and, and CBD is much different than THC because THC has a lot more oversight right now than CBD does. CBD is just almost, um, well, I guess it's like an essential oil almost. Right. Where the FDA isn't getting involved yet and um, anybody can kind of do and say anything. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's like with any other supplement, um, you know, there's there is not a lot of oversight in that regard. So you have to take that with, a, you know, you really have to understand that being a risk. Um, I was just recently working on a piece about this in, in regards to giving CBD to your children and is it as safe as other supplements? And what I found surprising was the amount of products out there that don't have any CBD in them or, you know, they're a CBD isolate and they're saying that they're not. Yeah. Things like that. So you have to. Yeah. Um, An isolate. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. No, 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 no. It's okay. I love oh, it. I just thing. wanted to interject about isolate. Um, isolate strips the pro- healing properties of the plant. So the process that they use to make the isolate really strips out all of those healing properties that you're looking for in a whole plant extract. Mm-hmm. So you really want to make sure that you're not getting anything with isolate, even though I know that's really popular because it has zero taste. Right. Well, Dr. Um, Lakeisha, you know, you're going to taste. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Dr. Lakeisha Jenkins, who will be on a future episode and help, who helped me with this article. She says that, the only time a CBD isolate is really needed, in her opinion, is that is when you're treating an acute sy- symptom that can only be treated with the CBD compound alone, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, some people may find it useful. And so I don't want to say, you know, don't ever buy it because there may be Yeah, reason. that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, I'm personalizing this. For me, isolate doesn't really work. But no, you're right. Um, I just feel like the the full plant extract is always good, but yeah, yeah I agree. and that's but, and, know, I mean that just it depends on what it for. highlights. 
Right. And it, you're highlighting what kind of is this discussion. Like we really don't know that much because also CBD, we've said this before in a, in a previous um, episode is, I can't remember the, the medical term, but it's like a, a liver inhibitor. Mm -hmm. So if you're, it's like grapefruit, mm -hmm. you know, if you're taking certain medications, you have to be really careful. Like let's say you're taking Vicodin and you take CBD, it's going to, um, uh, what is it? why can't I talk today? It is going to like double the effects mm -hmm. of the Vicodin. So you have to be really careful mm -hmm. about that. Right. But, but yeah, and also I mean, when you're a lot on, more research is needed. Right. And when you're on other pharmaceuticals, um, it kind of clouds the effects of CBD. So until you're tapered right. down to almost nothing until, or until down to what you absolutely need to take, it's hard to see how CBD is really affecting your life at least for me and everyone else I talked to who was previously mm -hmm. on a lot of pharmaceuticals before they found it. Right. Um, because I talked to people like my grandmother, she's like, it doesn't do anything for me, but she's on, she's on pharmaceutical. So she's not really feeling how it's helping her, you know? Um, well also, and then, you know, you have to, you have to like, you can't just take one dose that they say on the bottle and then call it good. You have to play with it. Mm -hmm. um, you have to, I know that a lot of people like with pets, for instance, oh, I tried CBD with my dog and it just didn't work. Well, it's an 80 pound dog right. and she's giving it five milligrams. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's not going to, and I think that I don't have the studies right now, but I think that there have been studies where I've read that you can give safely up to a milligram per pound, yeah. just like with Benadryl. Mm -hmm. And so that dog can have up to 80 milligrams per totally. day, but she's only giving the dog five. Right. So yeah, of course you're not going to see anything. Yeah. Um, so I always encourage people before you give up on CBD, try you know, playing with the yeah. dosage and have some because patience. a lot of times they <laughs> have patience and also, you know, because they're going to give you a lower, they, you know, right now they don't want to get sued. Nobody right. wants to get sued. Right. right? So they're going to recommend a lower mm -hmm. dose, especially on like, like treatables is one that I highly recommend for people to get for pets. And I think she always recommends a very low mm -hmm. dosage, but you can go higher right. and you're not going to hurt your pet. It's not like with no. THC. No, and, and also with pets, you know, they can't verbalize, so you don't know exactly how it's helping them. Um, because, like, with my dog, I wanted to help his mood, but it wasn't right away. But right away, it was helping his appetite, you know, his digestion, that sort of thing. So mm -hmm. you have to, like, kind of look at the whole big picture and, and take your time with it and see, like you said, see the dosages. He might not perform better with oil. He might have better you know success with the treats or whatever just like humans we all have our different things at work so just you know right it, we metabolize things differently and just because so we talk about it like it's a miracle it. drug doesn't mean that things happen miraculously these are all time tested trial and error things that we've gone through you know this is years for me i'm still learning you know what works for me what doesn't yeah yeah so. I mean, we're, it's, it's like a blessing and a curse, mm -hmm. right? Because it's a blessing because we have this miracle plant, but then it's a curse too, because you have to be really careful where mm -hmm. you get it, who you get it mm -hmm. from. You have to do some research oh, yeah. and that's not no. fun. You know, well, I, no, like I, love, do research. I, I like, love doing research. Right. I know no, you're the jam. researcher. I'm just like, what was it supposed to do? All right. Mm -hmm. Give it to me. Give it to me. Let's see yeah. if it works. No, but it's, but it does bear, um, taking some time to go do a little bit of research, find out, do like, um, I know that we have. Uh, we, I had found some great places where you could do um, CBD reviews, where you could get CBD reviews. And there's, 
actually a report in, in Consumer Reports. There's a really great article, and we'll have a link to that on how mm -hmm. to shop for CBD. And I think it's written by Lisa Gill. Did a great job of breaking it down. And we'll put that up on our website because I found it really helpful. I thought she had a lot of really great information. But, you know, make sure you do your reviews because I was shocked at a couple companies um, that I thought were good mm -hmm. were actually rated really low. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So um, you really want to do that research. Right. And just because a company like Jelly Belly, which I love Jelly Belly, so I'm not talking any shit oh, on Jelly Belly. yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on those. I know. But just because they're getting in the game, you know, and I I'm, I'm think CBD Coke or something is happening. I mean, they're all yeah. they're all getting in CBD, line. They're all, water. Right. Yep. Right. And so it's going to be one of those things where you're like, I roll. Ugh, if I hear one more thing about CBD, ugh. But um, <laughs> I think that this is something that we should just pause and go, wait a minute. No, this is the real deal. You know, everybody's going to try to make money off of it. But who's really mm -hmm. in this for the right reasons, you know? And that goes back to the transparency. You know, you have people like Trista Okel, who has um, Empower Body Care, who we love. <laughs> oh, gosh, love Trista. I, I love Trista. And um Anyway, she has a very awesome story, why, you know, a, a touching, wonderful, relatable story as to why she came to CBD, why she came to this industry, why she's in this space, you know, um, among mm -hmm. others. There's so many other wonderful women and, and people just in general who are in this for the right reasons. And if that means something to you when you make a purchase, you know, then look at the story find out why they're in it, find out where they get their products from. Why does it matter to them that they get quality products, you know? Um, right. Especially and if, if they have a, a, a patient okay. story of their own. Sorry, I totally talked over you there. Just like steamrolled you. Um, that's a new parenting term, by the way, I heard. It's like steamroll now instead of helicopter mom. It's like steamroll or something. Anyway, that's probably me. <laughs> No, no, it's not at all. Because, um, you know, I, I interrupt, so go ahead. It's okay. I, so, I mean, I'm just saying, if you're a patient like I am from, you know, who has chronic pain and illness, things that, like, you just have been run through the mill and you've taken all these things that just have destroyed your body, and look at the other people who have that those relatable experiences or, or that's the reason why they came and said, I'm going to change the landscape of this and, and start there, you know? Um, and then if you want to eat some jelly belly, CBD jelly bellies, you know, go ahead, but don't let that cloud your judgment. I think, does that make any sense? Right. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, cause I think that it, this is now is the time to support people that you believe in because it's a really great movement mm -hmm. and we're really lucky to be in this industry right now. Cause it really is the ground floor. It's the wild West. Mm -hmm. We can we can kind of dictate how this all goes. Mm -hmm. And if we want to support the smaller people, like the wine industry, you know, you have your big gallows and things like that, but you also have these boutique wineries that do amazing wines or with beer, the same thing. And it's really great that we can do the same with cannabis, mm -hmm. be it THC or CBD. So support these smaller businesses, if that's who you believe in, if they have a story that you resonate with mm -hmm. or a cause that you resonate with, support them, um, you know, help them. Because with these bigger companies coming in, like the pharmaceutical companies and the Jelly Bellies and, you know, just bigger companies like that coming in, we have to start supporting our smaller guys. Mm -hmm. We have to really start making things easy for them um, because we don't want these bigger companies to come in and just blow out 
right. all these little people that actually brought us here. Absolutely. Because it's hard. Yeah. It it's is. hard, but you have to make yourself stand out. And if your business, make yourself stand out with your CBD products, mm-hmm. you know, um, curate only the, the highest quality and right. do like what you said, you know, get testing and provide testing. Yeah. Like Andrea Brooks of Sava, who is on this yeah. episode and she's amazing. And she has an incredible story as well as to why she came to this space. Um, and she curates, she has these amazing small business products on her website um uh, getsaba.com and that's a really awesome place to start we've had other people on who do the same but they look they really look for you know quality products that they would use themselves Mm -hmm. and they have real reasons for using you know these products not like oh i just want to get high you know which is that's what you want to do fine i don't look i don't care what (laughs) what you do with your CBD, cannabis, or anything like that. That's not, it's not a judgment call for me, but I know that people who have reservations about cannabis think that we all just want to get high all the time. And that's not the case, (laughs) right? Um, So looking at places like Saba and, um, you know, or cbdwellness.com is another really great um, place from one of our prior guest ashley dellinger mm-hmm. did i say her last name right mm-hmm. dellinger yep you right. sure did um so you know check those out and these people really are they're not they're not associating themselves with junk you know i mean that's the that's the short right. of it um right so i mean there and there are other options out there these just happen to be you know at the tip of our tongue in front of our face <laughs> because it's that kind of a day right (laughs) what is it retro uh hey mercury it's mercury retrograde and i'm sorry this is a really bad one Mm -hmm. it is it really is kicking my butt just nothing seems to go it's not flowing correctly but that's okay because it's all about reviewing stuff right mercury retrograde you're supposed to go back redo all those things so i'm trying to do that right now that sounds good um, right and it's all about that speaking of reviews perfect segue yes uh if you want to let us know how we're doing we're really open to that so whatever service you're using to listen to us right now if they have the ability to review us please do really would appreciate that yes please we want some feedback right and we have some really um fun things to give away in the future if you want to review us and let us know how we're doing there might be something that we can do with that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we go, um, let's talk a little bit more about how the landscape has changed because we, that was our original intent. <laughs> I know. And then uh, I know it's, well, there's a lot to talk about, right? Yeah. I mean, we could go on, we could do this for, all day right uh, one other speaking of the jelly bellies though another big company that was really quite shocking that's going to have their own cannabis department is barney's mm-hmm. so barney's out of new york you know high-end um department store mm-hmm. they have all like high-end um, pipes and bongs and they're going to be doing cbds and um high quality chocolate so i'm thinking places like la you'll be able to get the thc infused mm-hmm. versions mm-hmm. um so that's kind of a big deal and then now the United States Postal Service is going to be allowing 
CBD to be easily mailed. Mm. So I would assume that includes flour, which how are they going to know the difference between CBD flour and THC flour? I really want to try it so badly. And I'm just like nervous about ordering it. And I'm such a nerd because I'm like, why am I nervous about it? But then, like you said, how do they know? I don't know. It's weird. I I have to get that mental block. I had to get rid of it because I really do want to try it. Um, yeah, you. I mean, there are a lot of companies. There's a big farm here in Oregon that does. Um, you can or- go on their website. I'm sorry, I don't have the website, but right. You know, I'm sure if you look it up, Oregon grown um, yeah. CBD flour, and you could order a pound. Mm-hmm. And it's not. I mean, I think it's about eleven hundred dollars. So. Dude. <laughs> ah, well, you're not. You're not gonna want a pound anyway. You're not gonna want yeah, I know. When you said that, flour. I was like, "Whoa!" I just want to try it. Like, no, <laughs> I don't even want to like get an eighth or anything. I just want like a pre-roll of it. That's it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that that that's a really good thing. That, but I just don't know how they're gonna tell the difference. Or like with edibles, like how would you ever know that it's you could use CBD packaging? I don't know. I'm not trying to tell people how to cheat, but. It seems like it would be easy to do. Right. I really hope that it's not a big deal because I would like to start sending CBD out to my relatives out there in the world who could really benefit. I feel like everyone can benefit from CBD. I mean, honestly. Oh, my God. I just can't. I, I, well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, really I, I, I can go on and on. But I also feel like CBD helps the THC community because there's a lot of people out there who will, who can't get behind THC right, right. now. And, and there's, you know, logical reasons for that. Um, but CBD is a much easier segue. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that's really fortunate for this industry that we have this now. And, and especially for pets. I mean, I'm sorry, you don't want to give your pets. I hear of a lot of people giving pets the CBD THC combination. Mm-hmm. And you have to be really careful with that because anxious pets shouldn't have THC mm-hmm. at all. I mean, it just, that just does not go well together. And so a lot more research is needed for um, pets and for people, mm-hmm. but it's really exciting to be part of this right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, it's becoming absolutely. huge. And, uh, you know, we're always learning. That's the fun thing. We are. Well, and speaking of learning, I just wanted to give a shout out to two sites that you and I both use. Yes. Oh, totally. CBD School mm-hmm. and uh, Project CBD. Project CBD. I love so we'll Project CBD. I use those. them for I know. a lot of my articles, I, and I use them as a resource for a lot of things. Let's put it that way. And I just love when I see things like that because, you know, like you said, CBD is going to be the little bridge that gets those reluctant people over to the other side. Um, Definitely. Because it's, it, it's non- um, What's the word? Inebriating? Yeah. <laughs> they don't like the yeah, psychoactive it, you, anymore. You won't get the psychoactive, um, you know, or or the paranoia. Or like for me with THC, I start just hating myself. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm oh. the worst mom in the world. Oh, my God. Why did I say that? What did I, I know it's it is the worst thing. It is just a Debbie Downer for me. But when I, you know, for a one-to-one, it takes away that. The CBD completely negates that. Hmm. And then I get all of the positive benefits of the THC. Wow. That's so for awesome. me personally, that's, I know it is, it is awesome. Yeah. It you're is. awesome. But I digress. I, I, you're <laughs> awesome. You're the most awesome. No, you are. So anyway, so all of these links are going to be on uh, our Podbean Right. And if there's anything we and- missed, please reach out to us. Um, we say it at the end, but our email address is your highness podcast at gmail.com. 
and let us know if there's anything that you think we should include in a future episode yeah or like if we're just talking out our butts about something yeah, say hey that happens I that's so wrong <laughs> <laughs> i talk shit from time i talk to time. shit uh-huh. uh oh my god yeah, we both it's my favorite do. thing it's to like, do uh, yeah Maybe we should just rename this the talk shit about anything and everything. I would do that. I would do that. Um, Right. But yeah, let us know. And if you have any products you'd like us to review or include in the future Beauty with Barb episode. um, Yeah. Or just our main segment. We're going to be doing some fun things in the future as well. We have some things coming up. some new additions so stay tuned for that yeah and if you want to give your your product away if you'd like to like do a giveaway mm-hmm. reach out to us let us know because we'd love to do that too it's yeah. it's great to get your products into the hands of our listeners and also we have some really affordable sponsorship options i i would say i think they're affordable which is oh, yeah. something because i'm a broke ass bitch so <laughs> right yeah no doubt right so no doubt um yeah i think that's about it until next time thank you for listening and uh leah yeah, everyone thank, yeah. thanks for oh, joining just, me today i don't even yeah thanks for joining us i don't even know how to end this you know me i hate endings. i know so it's like almost impossible for me to end so i'm just gonna say until next time until next time bye bye today's episode is brought to you by leafbuyer.com LeafBuyer.com is the nation's leading cannabis deals database, where finding a great price is easy. On top of scoring that awesome deal, LeafBuyer.com is also an excellent online source for lifestyle, strain, and dispensary information. Or perhaps you own a cannabis business. LeafBuyer has a suite of marketing solutions to help you succeed. Solutions include showcasing your business to millions of consumers online, retaining your customers with loyalty and texting programs, and more. LeafBuyer.com, helping cannabis consumers and businesses connect. Our first guest is Andrea Brooks. Andrea is a cannabis advocate, lobbyist for social change, and entrepreneur with a passion for health and wellness. Following a disabling injury in which cannabis played a crucial role in her recovery, she was inspired to enter the cannabis space. Building on a nonprofit career that focused on strengthening human and social service agencies, she applies her expertise in conducting needs assessments, developing strategic partnerships, and creating community to Saba, all while leading the growing team. Andrea, can you tell me what inspired the creation of Saba and what is it? Sure. Well, Sava is an online ordering and discovery and delivery platform for high quality cannabis products in the Bay Area and beyond. Um, So we're based in San Francisco. We deliver to over 50 cities and we're planning to expand uh, over the course of this year. And in terms of what inspired Sava, it was a really um, personal development. I had a major injury in 2010. That was, um, it was a spine injury and it left me with really serious nerve damage. I was not really familiar with cannabis at the time. So it wasn't even in my realm of things I was considering to help with my recovery. Um, and also when I got injured, I didn't really expect that it was going to be as, you know, kind of devastating to my life as it was, you know, I was younger and I thought, you know, okay, maybe I need a couple of weeks to recover. And, you know, in fact, with nerve damage, it is, it's not so simple. Um, and, you know, I became disabled and I was hearing really scary things from my doctors, like you may never go back to work and this is never going to be the same again. And my life kind of stopped. Um, 
I was, you know, homebound, bedbound for, you know, over a year and a half. Um, I was taking, and then, you know, I was in so much pain. I was just taking anything that would make it stop. So I really understand why people um, get so dependent on pain medications, but it wasn't healing me. You know, it's, it was help, helping stopping the pain, but then I would just be laying on the floor, not in pain, but not able to do things. Right. And you're physically dependent, which I think is a little different. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just, <laughs> I, I know that it's, it's like, it's such a shame cycle that we go through as chronic pain patients that they try to make us feel like we're addicted or we're, you know, dependent, but it's, it's a physical dependency because you need that relief. Your body needs that relief or else it pretty much shuts down, right? Yeah, it shuts down. I mean, the way that our our bodies work is like that pain, it's like a loop. It will just keep continuing until you stop it. You need to stop that feedback loop. And and it's such, you know, living with chronic pain, which I still do, I still have to manage it. Um, you know, when you have serious injuries, you know, it does change you. But, you know, I also learned, you know, it's like I looked fine. But in, inside, I was on fire and in tears at times and not able to use my hands. So there's, you know, that and just, and yeah, I learned, I learned that when that pain is extreme, you will do anything to make it stop. That's what I needed to do. And then I also eventually kind of woke up and was like, I just remember being like, I cannot believe this is my life. I mean, I was having numerous days like that and that like, wow, a year has gone by, like, I am not improving. Um, things look bleak. You, you're indoors. You stay depressed. So, you know, I was at that stage of like, let me try different things. And um, I have a friend who's a grower and grows amazing cannabis um, flower. And so I started getting, um, you know, through direct connections, started getting some flower to try, um, had some CBD tinctures made for me. And I had a really intimate entry in that I got to learn about like how the, how it was grown and, you know, how it's going to help me. And, you know, I just remember like right away, I was like, well, this is actually helping me. Like this is real. And then I started experimenting a lot with, you know, high CBD tinctures and combinations of CBD and THC. And in about a month's time, I weaned off my pain medication and started using um, cannabis exclusively to manage my pain and inflammation. Um, it wasn't that I started using cannabis and all of a sudden I was back to work. I still had a lot of hard work to do with, yeah, with physical therapy. I still have to do things every day, but it helped my body. You know, it was like, it was like the support system, you know, it was like, it helped my mood. You know, I was someone where on the pain medications, I was you know, not functional, but this was a way that I started coming back to life. So really then what happened was the big question is why didn't I come to cannabis sooner? And Sava, you know, is the continual answer to that question. So how did your experience with that um, help your curation process or your business model? Yeah. So you know, what I had noticed was, you know, as I'm answering the question of like, why, why didn't I come to cannabis sooner? You know, some of the answers were just, you know, the stigma around cannabis. Some of it was, I didn't see, you know, I didn't feel that there was products that were well directed towards me or, you know, 
the industry, yeah, I didn't have a great access point. And I, all I kept thinking is there's got to be so many more people like me, especially women that need the right access point and that this is something that is going to really help improve people's lives. And my background is in nonprofit and NGOs. Um, you know, human and social service work has always been very, very close to my heart. And so I was just, you know, I was like, this is a real, you know, way to help people in a whole different way that's now the kind of, you know, become my personal passion. And so for me, you know, the way that that's evolved into Sava was like being really clear about what the product is, understanding the whole journey of the product, making sure the messaging um, is clear to the consumer. And so, you know, I wanted something that had, you know, that was marketed for people like me, that was female forward, that had a lot of transparency, as well as storytelling. That has been uh, a huge part of Sava since the very beginning. Yes. And you carry such awesome lines. I, I really think it's, um, and brands, I think that's so awesome what you're doing and it can completely relate to your story. And I love that you uh, really put so much thought into what you curate and, and put into your um, store. I, store? <laughs> I guess not. It's really <laughs> marketplace. Yeah, there marketplace. you go. <laughs> um, so what is the most challenging aspect of having a delivery service in this cannabis space? Oh, my goodness. Where do we start? Um, <laughs> is there just one? <laughs> yes. I know. You know, me at all. <laughs> this industry has been quite a journey. I'm really glad we've been able to navigate all of the ups and downs. It is still very much a labor of love at times because um, everyone is still having challenges with thinking. Um, so that's just like a challenge in terms of um, you know, just like the financial accessibility challenges make any business hard still in this space. Um, there's some improvement, but I would still say that across the board, the number one component of challenges to businesses. Um, you know, for us, you know, I started Sava as, you know, we're a marketplace, but we're a brand. Our brand needs something. It means that we really care. It means that we're looking for real quality medicine. So that means making sure we have amazing customer support staff on hand to be really there for our customers. Um, but, you know, I, I never, you know, logistics is, was new to me. Um, so that was quite the learning curve. Um, so, you know, all of these things of just kind of navigating all the ups and downs, the changes in regulations, you know, you can package something this way, but not this way. This can say your label, this can't say your logo. So, you know, the, the financials and then the constant change as well as, you know, I like a challenge. So pushing myself to learn about um, how to operate a logistics company effectively, you know, and in some ways these are fun challenges. Um, that, that wasn't my background before um, starting this business. That's awesome. Um, and but I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to go into the next question because you're talking about staying up to date with the, you know, with everything that's going on. So that requires a lot of education. Um, how does Sava work to make education accessible to the public? Yeah, so we do that both, uh, well, in a, a variety of ways. We try to make sure there's really clear, digestible information on our site. And then we're doing, we both do um, 
we do regular in-person events where um, it's not only our educated staff, but we partner with um, our brands, which we have close relationships with that also have passion about education. So we'll do, you know, an activation at, you know, an outdoor craft market, but we'll have our brands with us so that we can really do in-depth education and make sure that, you know, everyone that wants to learn can have a bit more of a direct, intimate conversation. And then also through our email marketing, um, in addition to the website, we love to profile brands, especially the women-owned brands, and tell their story. I think highlighting people's stories with cannabis is, or you know, and continuing to do that is a really crucial part of, um, you know, bringing, making cannabis more accessible, continue, continuing that journey. And that's something I'm, I'm looking for. And I, you know, when I meet people that have some sort of a similar background to me, it, it's kind of that instant right. spark, that instant mm-hmm. connection. And you, you have know? such amazing information on your site, by the way, it's so awesome to go oh, onto someone's site and see that they're really putting the work in to educate the public because that is like number one, what we need to be doing. So I really appreciate yeah. that. Um, and, and it's a lot, it's a lot because, you know, as the science unfolds, you know, there's going to, it's, it's a call and response, right? It's like, we're doing solid education. The consumers get more educated, people get more educated, and then they're going to ask, more specific questions and we need to be ready for that. So I like to push our, ourselves and make sure we're up to date on everything. That's awesome. That's so important. Um, what are some of your favorite products for personal use? Not brand specifically, just what oh. types of things? Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I love it all, but I am a big tincture. And yes. Person. Um, <laughs> I love them. You know, I, I also, yeah, I also still love a joint um, at the end of a work day. What I really love um, at the end of the day is a one-to-one ratio of CBD to THC. That to me is the perfect relaxation. Um, my body just wants to soak that up. And then throughout the day, um, you know, like I mentioned, I am still, you know, managing my own body. Um, and I have days where I'll have some flare-ups and some more pain. So I... I'm taking, you know, either four to one or three to one and sometimes two to one um, CBD to THC ratio tinctures throughout the day. Um, I'm also really getting into sublinguals, which is, you know, whether that's just a quick dissolve under the tongue or a spray. Um, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I gravitate towards the most. And then I, so I have like a pretty, I have a pretty set protocol throughout the day, depending on how I'm feeling. And then at night it's more you know, relaxation, that's where maybe I'll bump up my THC and enjoy an edible or just take a, a stronger tincture that has more. Yeah, when you're in chronic side. pain, you have more of um, a set path, like you have to figure this out quickly, where other people can kind of explore these top, you know, these products and things, you have to be like, okay, I need something for the nerve pain, I need this to get through, you know, yeah. uh, it's such an adventure. But I, I feel like we have something that is so revolutionary because it's safe, you know? I mean, like you were saying before, when you are in that much pain, it, it shrinks your brain and you can't, you can't do anything, you know, and you have to, you're desperate. And there's a lot of people that, that, that the only option is heroin. So, I mean, we're lucky that we have something that's so safe and um, 
hopefully becomes more accessible to everyone. And on that note, you um, are pretty big on responsible medicine, it seems, or SAVA. That's one of the, their, their, I don't want to say missions, but focuses, right? Um, what is responsible medicine and how does SAVA promote that? Yeah, and I, I kind of think of that a couple different ways. One, again, comes back to education and make sure that people are understanding um, how to consume cannabis, you know, making sure that when someone's trying edibles that they understand what low dose, um, how to start taking it and how to not, how to avoid any uncomfortable experiences. So making sure that we're helping people understand these ratios um, as well as making sure that the products are grown responsibly and that we're not contributing um, to any additional earthly damage. So we're, I, I pay close attention to you know, the full life of the product before it gets on our shelves. And then um, something that we're also working more towards is um, you know, we're evaluating the packaging. Like, is this packaging recyclable? And if it's not, let us help you launch your first recycling program you can test it out with us. We've done it with other brands. And that is something I'm really excited to keep moving forward on in, in terms of the company. That's amazing. I really love that idea. Um, yeah, I mean, you... that's, that's some of the beauty of delivery is, you know, when our right. drivers are going back out there to, you know, re, to deliver someone's next order, we can take back, you know, for the companies that have activated recycling programs, we can take back that vape pen or battery or, you know, plastic casing. Um, and give these back to the specific companies that we've worked to develop this. So we're looking forward to doing that more and really helping to lead the charge in terms of responsibility, in terms of environmental impact. That's awesome. That's really awesome. I, I, I have other words in my vocabulary, I swear, but that's really incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Do you have anything specific to promote or a call to action? Um, well, I would say, you know, we are continuing to grow, you know, we are deepening our reach in terms of all of the Bay Area cities that we are going to and, um, and continuing to dial up our education on our site. So I would say come to our website, it's uh-huh. www.getsava.com. It's G-E-T-S-A-V-A. And you can see where we're delivering to and get up on our newsletter so you can, you know, see the education that we're putting out there, learn about the companies, learn some, you know, impactful stories. Um, so come visit us and get connected. I love that you have that Etsy for cannabis. Uh, it's so true too. I was going through this site. I'm like, this is like Etsy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we, we work with all sizes of companies. Right. Um, and there, you know, there is nothing wrong with a small company becoming a big company. No. We work with some amazing large companies and there's always going to be the small artisan companies and we are committed to making sure that a percentage of our platform is always set aside for them. We want to be the outlet right. for those companies. You have all the really cool products though. I feel like the the smaller ones are the more unique approaches, which I, I think is so exciting. Um, yeah. There needs to continue to be diversity. I mean, there needs to be diversity within the industry, mm-hmm. and then also diversity of products on the shelf. Absolutely. And that could be your other call to action <laughs> because it yeah. sounds like you're really promoting that. So um, yeah. thank you so much for sharing your time with us today and your wisdom. It was really a pleasure to finally get to talk to you. So please come back on at any time. Thank you. I was glad to be here.
That sounds great. Absolutely. I'm very excited to be interviewing today's guest, Stephanie Bizzuto, founder of Cannabis Connect Insurance. Stephanie is going to share with us valuable information about insurance in the cannabis space, something we all need, but if you're like me, you hate to get. A little bit about Stephanie. Um, She's an insurance professional with 14 years of experience in marketing strategy, business development, and insurance portfolio development. In the cannabis space, she develops insurance and risk management portfolios for cultivators, processors, manufacturers, retail cannabis companies, laboratories, hydroponics retail companies, and delivery. She is actively involved with the San Diego Rotary, sits on the insurance committee of the California Cannabis Industry Association, and is also the secretary of the board for their San Diego chapter. So Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you being here with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on your show. Oh, thanks. So why don't you tell us a little bit about What inspired the creation of Cannabis Connect Insurance Services? Right. So about three years ago, so we're actually a part of a a company called Bizzuto and Associates Insurance Services. And about three and a half years ago, we were discussing how cannabis is making um, major headway in California. And we really just felt like there was a, um, not necessarily a lack of product offerings, but just a lack of awareness about what's available um, what's, what's, what type of insurance they need, kind of just a little bit more hand-holding. And so what we thought was it would be in our best um, interest and in, in the clients to really just explain to them exactly the, the fundamentals about what insurance is, why you need to buy it, um, what it covers, and especially what it does not cover. Because, you know, even nine, ten years ago, some of the insurance policies that were available, some of the, the only ones that were available had major marijuana exclusions on them, um, is what they would call them. They were their quote-unquote marijuana exclusions. And a lot of them excluded anything that was not being uh, approved or, or federally legal, which clearly that's, that's anything that's in cannabis. So as time went on and when we decided to get in the marketplace, there were the coverage was, was much richer and we felt confident in what we were able to finally sell. So that's when we really got into this space. And really, we, we understood that coming into this space, there's a lot of newer business owners that never purchased insurance before. So we were under the impression and, and we're still there today that they're needing to um, basically have a, a, a detailed explanation about what they were, are buying um, because mm-hmm. they, you know, there's a lot of other companies out there that have been doing this for 10 years and they just didn't know the drill, but this is new. And so we're here to not just get their insurance and, co- and coverage in place, but we really want to make sure they are a educated buyer. Right. And I know that you, um, I recently uh, was able to purchase insurance through you and it was just such a wonderful process because you did inform me of things that I hadn't even thought of. Um, There's just so many ins and outs of this and things that I didn't even realize that I had to take into consideration. And even though I'm an ancillary company, I don't touch the plan at all. Um, my customers do. So there was that. And you walked me through that. And I ended up getting, I mean, because of course I hate insurance. Most of us do. This is very evil, right? Um, You hate it when you, when you buy it, but then when you have a loss and it's covered, you're just relieved. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. It's such a huge relief. And that's, and that's really what you were like, just educating me on all these different scenarios that could happen that I hadn't even really thought of that I needed coverage for. But what I was really impressed because of, like you said, you've created these relationships and now that it's a lot Richard Field now, you were able to get me personally just the best rate and the best coverage. I couldn't believe the coverage that I got for the rate that you got me. So I was so grateful to you for that. And it's so nice to, you know, as you know, in this space, you get ripped off so much Mm -hmm. by companies who take advantage of the fact that you are in the marijuana industry. And so it was really nice. So thank you for that. And, um, and you can even just touch a little bit on that if you'd like, just to share with people all the different um, types of companies you do cover. Yeah, I mean, as far as as what we cover, we can as far as the lines of business goes. I mean, we we can do uh, workers' compensation, general liability, product liability is a very big hot point right now. Um, it's it's extremely important to have. It it can or cannot cover vape pens. Those are typically. Um, on some policies at this time, they're excluded. However, you can pay a little bit extra premium and have them included for even foreign vape pens made in China. And that's actually really significant. It's really important to understand, mm-hmm. especially because thinking about all of the recent claims that we're having where product cannabis product is being um, contaminated, not necessarily from the, the chain, but actually the second it's in the vape pen, some of the vape pens that are made in China are actually... Um, having the the cannabis oil uh, test positive for um, pesticides, sometimes lead and some other things. So these are just things that we like to discuss when we're um, speaking with a new client and if they are actually selling vape cartridges with oil in them. These are just conversations to have. So these are the type of things that we work on and make sure that um, if there is an exposure and it's a large exposure, that's something that we need to make sure it's covered on the product liability policy. Um, so just one little thing we touched on, but we, we also talk about if there, if there's drivers on the road, as far as distribution or delivery, um, there's usually an exposure for, for making sure we run their motor vehicle reports and the drivers have clean records and, and can be, be actually on the road. Um, but mm-hmm. again, it's all about just that initial conversation and usually it takes about an hour, but I really, I'm pretty thorough. And what we want to do is just understand from beginning to end your entire operation. So we know how to put together a custom built program. Well, and you're very good with that too, because um, from my personal experience, there wasn't a lot of back and forth. It was just basically we connected, you informed me what you needed. You have this very thorough application that asks, every question possible. And I really appreciated that because a lot of times, you know, there's just constant back and forth, constant back and forth, and it's just such a time suck. But with you, it wasn't, it was really seamless. And it's obvious that you and your agents really know the industry well. Thank you. Well, I know that some of these issues um, that are coming to light that some of our bigger business owners may not be thinking of. And one of them is um, there's a case right now with MedMen and sexual harassment and they're getting sued. Um, and I think mm-hmm. they have a couple class actions. The exposure for that's got to be huge. It's huge. And, and actually what's funny is the insurance for it is not extremely expensive. Actually, there's an insurance coverage called Employment Practice Liability Insurance. Um, the acronym that, that we call it is EPLI. So you may have heard it that way, but and what it does is it, co- it covers sexual, sexual harassment, wrongful termination, and things like that. Um, and this would be actually an essential or imperative coverage right now, especially for med men going through this lawsuit. Um, another great thing that EPLI coverage covers is your attorney fees. So 
most of the time, these EPLI pol policies and, and losses, the, the majority of the claim is the attorney fee. Um, and then, of course, the, the, the physical damages and so forth to the, the claimant. Um, but that's definitely a policy that we put in place for this. Yeah. And I think, you know, and one thing about MedMen, we're not saying whether or not they're guilty or not, but it doesn't matter if you're guilty. You still have that exposure. You still have to hire an attorney and defend yourself, whether the claim is valid or not. And I Absolutely. think that's something we all have to remember that as a business owner, even if the claim has zero merit, you still have to defend it. Absolutely. So this would cover um, even just an allegation. And that's what this is at this time. It's it's simply an allegation that their employment practice liability policy, if they have one, um, which I would assume they do, but if they have one, that's, that would actually be um, part of the policy. Right. And so, again, another reason why we get insurance, it's for those situations that we can't foresee. And even when we're innocent, we still have to defend it. And I think that that's just... So scary sometimes for all of us as a business owner. I'm lucky that we're still small. Um, and so another thing is I wanted to ask you, because you're in this space, you've been in this space for um, three years now. What is your favorite element of what you do? I would say my favorite element is I really just love the clients that I work with. I feel like in this space, people are definitely outside of the box thinkers, especially to be in, in a, a space as in cannabis. So already from the get-go, we have this, this, this commonality that we all agree that we are, we're firmly, we're firm believers of cannabis being legal, cannabis being legal on not just the state level, but a federal level. Um, almost everybody I've spoken to in the cannabis space is a firm believer on the, the health qualities that cannabis and CBD can 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 do for for themselves and even family members. I mean, I've heard the stories time and time again about how it's helped people with just different aches and pains and and sometimes other conditions. So again, this isn't something that is FDA approved at the time, but these are just stories that I hear day in and day out, and it just makes me feel like we have this special connection um, on that level. But on the other level, I just love the fact that I'm able to help employees and employers be smart business owners and make smart decisions as far as making sure that their business will will remain intact in the event of a of a loss right and it could be a catastrophic right. loss but the fact that they're they're not missing something and the, the company could go go under because of a huge lawsuit i'm just comfort i just have comfort in that that they are um in a secure place as far as their insurance portfolio goes and then over the years, they're just becoming more and more educated about what to buy and what's needed for their operation. So it's it's been exciting to to watch everybody grow and blossom. I really think that's what's been been keeping me going. <laughs> yeah, I know. And and this space, oh my gosh, it, it is the best space I think just for a woman and for us just because of that, just because of the camaraderie, the community. Everybody is kind of in the in the same mindset, which is really wonderful. I wanted to talk a little bit because you were saying about how you support your clients, um, just a little bit about other services that you offer. Um, you offer seminars and things like that, don't you? That help support clients. Yeah, actually, yeah. So we we partnered with um, a human resources firm that they've been part of Forbes uh, for many years. And, and so basically what we put together, it, they're called civility partners. And what we've done is we've put together a sexual harassment training. So 
for everybody out there listening, um, effective January 1st, 2020, so by then, by January 1st, you have to make sure that you have at least, uh, for employees, one hour of sexual harassment training. And if you are a manager or supervisor or anybody in that, that level of, um, of management, you need two hours. And this is in the state of California. So this law just recently passed. So what we're doing is on March 21st, we are hosting a webinar and we are offering basically the one hour for employees to two hours for supervisors and so forth. And what we're doing is we're sending them a certificate of completion. So they will actually get the credit. They will be able to submit it to the uh, parties at B and they will be compliant for 2020. Nice. And so is this, um, is this, a, a seminar that you have to attend live or is it online also? It's actually live. So there's some pretty uh, stringent re uh, requirements as far as what needs to happen. And so each individual would need to log in on their own computer or phone um, and log into the webinar live. And then what happens is we track that they were on the webinar for one hour for employees or two for supervisors, and then they get the certificate of completion. So um, at this time, we're just doing live ones. Well, that's that's good, though, still. I mean, especially because there is enough notice. It's March 21st. And so people, and do you know, do you have the time? Are there different time slots that this will be offered? We're actually doing like a like a lunch, a lunch time. So we're doing it from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. And mm -hmm. um, they basically can just, if they want to go to civilitypartners.com, they can go on there and actually log into our webinar event invite and they can sign right up and um, join us on the webinar. Wow. That's a really great service because if, you know, with that new law being passed, and I'm sure you're going to be doing more of these throughout the year. Um, so if someone can't make it this time, and I think it's a great thing, even if you're not in the state of California to do that training, because that training is so important and you could even possibly bring that to your own state that I think that this is an issue that really we need to become more aware of because especially as you scale up, you know, you might have this really nice little small unit and where you all joke and you all kind of kid each other and you're used to a certain way. But when you start to scale up, you have to be really mindful about your language and how you treat others. It's true. And this, this wouldn't really be something that we're talking about just because it's required or state mandated. You know, it's one of those conversations where it's great that it's required and state mandated, but like you just said, I mean, companies need to level up and they should do this as a best business practice in general Right. It's something that's just good for, for business. It's good for employee morale. Um, and it's just something that, that I feel like more and more awareness is happening right now. And, and, and unfortunately, it's from not the best circumstances because, you know, we hear headlines on the news and tabloids of this and right. that. Um, but, it's, but that, unfortunately, is what is bringing this awareness. So it is something that we need to look at just long term. Right. And I mean, you just really want to limit that liability, right? You want to show mm -hmm. that your employees, even if you aren't in the state of California, to be able to show that your employees did a voluntary sexual harassment training um, with something that was state approved by California, I think would go really far with an insurance company. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As far as workers' compensation and employment practice liability insurance premiums go, these are things that are considered best practices. And when Companies are doing um, regular training, even safety training. So, for example, if there's a lot of, um, let's just say for cultivation, 
you know, sometimes it's, it's uh, damp in there and that can create some sort of moisture barrier. And then what ends up happening is there's a chance that they could, they could slip. Right. So mm-hmm. there's different safety measures about wearing proper shoes, wearing proper gear when you're working, um, when you're, when you're leaning down to pick something up heavy, just how do you, how do you do that without hurting, hurting or injuring your back? So these are just different types of training, but depending on what type of industry you're in or, or, um, what you're, what you're doing, what your daily tasks are at work. These are just things that would really help mitigate loss and risk. And it also just helps with happy, healthy employees. Oh, definitely. And again, that's so great that you're offering this. Um, and this is, no, I'm sorry. And I, you probably said this, is this free or is there a fee? There is a small fee. Um, it's, I believe it's $15 for one hour and 25 for $15 per person. That is, that is such a reasonable fee. And, and again, best practices. And so Stephanie, I just, before we wrap it up, I just wanted to ask you, do you have anything specific to promote? Be say, I mean, obviously you have this great sexual aspect, but anything or a call to action for women that are listening? Yeah, absolutely. If you, so if you are a woman entrepreneur, especially in the cannabis space, um, and maybe you're, you're new in the space or you're, you're interested in it or trying to figure out how to grow your business, I would say the best way to focus on growing your business as a cannabis, a women cannabis entrepreneur would be, don't be afraid to reach out to people either on LinkedIn or go to networking events, go to the um, National Cannabis Industry Association events or the California Cannabis Industry Associ- Association. Association. <laughs> I am like a tongue twister today. Um, but just go to these events and, and be involved and find out how you can participate. And, and these are just ways that really get you in the door. And not just that, it just gets you with like-minded individuals and women that are supporting women and bringing women up. So that would be my best advice if you're a newer entrepreneur in cannabis, if you're a woman and you're, you're just trying to figure out the ropes, I would say just get involved. Just don't be afraid to get your hands dirty and get involved. And it's true too. That's such excellent advice because it doesn't matter if you have cannabis experience because so many other of your life skills apply just like with you working in an insurance, I mean, has led you to this and now you have a a really wonderful thriving business. Exactly. And I'm noticing more and more women are actually coming from mainstream businesses into the cannabis space. And um, some of them have just a wealth of knowledge. I have you know, a dear friend of mine that's been in the banking industry for over 10 years, and now she's using that skill set, um, ironically, right, where there's no banking and cannabis, but she has the skill set and the knowledge of just being a huge superstar in her in her business um, just because of that background. So don't be afraid right. to get in the space if you, if you have no cannabis experience as well, because you never know where your skills and your leadership skills and so forth are going to shine. Yeah, that is great advice. And so thank you so much, Stephanie. It is such a pleasure. It was a wealth of information. I'm so appreciative. And I know our listeners are too about everything that you shared. And again, I want to remind everybody, do look up um, Stephanie's. And what is it? Stephanie, will you repeat that website one more time where they can sign up for this sexual harassment training? So they can go to civilitypartners.com. Um, and then you can also gain some more, just a wealth of information on our website. Ours is Cannabis connectinsurance.com. Um, again, that is cannabisconnectinsurance.com. And we also have a plethora of safety services and other additional services that we provide as resources to our clients um, and prospects.
Definitely. And I do highly recommend contacting Stephanie for insurance because I was just incredibly pleased with not only the rates, as I said, but the coverage. The coverage just really couldn't be beat. So Stephanie, thank you so much. I really appreciate you joining us and um, we hope to have you back again soon. Thanks, Leah. I appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to Your Highness Podcast. If you would like to be featured in a future episode or would like to inquire about possible sponsorship, email yourhighnesspodcast at gmail.com. That's yourhighnesspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Highness Podcast. That's at Highness Podcast. Thanks again.